0: Welcome to Nina, Hannah, and Emily in Paris. I'm Nina. And I'm Hannah. And this is our recap podcast about Netflix's Emily in Paris. If you want to be notified when we release a new episode, be
1: sure to subscribe and feel free to leave a review. But now it's time to put on your bucket hat and get settled in for the seventh episode of Nina, Hannah, and Emily in Paris.
0: Yeah, so this episode's all about, you know... I have to come clean...
1: Oh god, What? (laughs) I watched this episode twice
0: <laughs> i can i can I say something else? Can I say something too? Can I add piggyback on that? Yeah, I would watch it twice. I liked it so much <laughs>
1: <laughs> i uh I watched it twice, and uh the first time I watched it, I watched it with people for the first time. Whoa, I know. I know. I felt like I was cheating on you, even though the reason we're not watching it together is because of a pandemic. Yeah. And it's it's never been a taboo thing in our relationship during this podcast to watch with other people. In fact, it's been like a heavy. But then I did it and I was like, "Don't I don't want to hear what you have to like?" No. Yeah. We can't make jokes I can't, about this. I can't process yeah. this. Right, yeah. 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 I can't process this possibly right now. Yeah. I have to process this later. Yeah. But I watched it with our friend Will. Okay. And Cameron. Okay. And yeah, and so that might come up. Okay. <laughs> do you feel okay about I it? I do
0: feel okay about it. We can move forward. It violates some things in the contract, but we can move <laughs> Which contracts do come up in this episode? Contracts do come up in this episode, do they? Contract one contract. Or a waiver. She's signed something. <laughs> yeah,
1: she's <just sign> something. <laughs> What's a contract? So <laughs> It begins with Emily it begins with some great French pop music, it seems mm-hmm. like. And Emily Every
0: every French pop song in this show is a variation on Jean Zé It's just like the one song
1: I've been able to use for our theme music.
0: <laughs> but it is the one song that, that's yeah, right. that's yeah. in the show.
1: You're right. You're right. And as she's and that's tell. what's happening and it was great and I loved it. And she sees Sylvie shopping. Do you remember this? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she of course feels like she has to go in and yeah. say hi. And Sylvie clearly doesn't want to see her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she's like, let me help you. I know you're going away this weekend. She's going to St. Saint- Sylvie's going to St. Bart's with Antoine. And Emily's like, I can I can take, I can do this party. I can host the party for you for you this weekend. I can help you host. Right? That's what happened. Yeah. I watched it twice. She
0: says something She says something kind of ridiculous, which is you can count on me to make sure everything runs smoothly while you're gone. So she, the social media manager <laughs> says to, I think the head of the whole company,
1: <laughs> I'll take care of everything while you're gone. <laughs> Don't you even worry.
0: Yeah. Ridiculous. But then
1: Sylvie has like a line that I really like where she's like, okay, but I can't remember exactly. I should have written it down, but she's just like, Remember, it's your job to make things, like, easier and, yeah. like, not as stressful. I wrote it down.
0: She says, you should be <laughs> saving me time and energy.
1: Which I loved. I was like, yeah, and so I'm you're like, the best. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Anytime someone asks if they can help me with something, I'll say, yes, but in doing so, you should be saving me time
1: and energy. It's so good. Because then oh. if somebody's doing you a favor, but they're being kind of a brat about it, you can be like, you are not saving me energy. So this is not a favor. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know exactly what you... Well, you know how I get. <laughs> I know. What I was just going to say, I'm going to
0: whip this one out on you soon. <laughs> um, but so then, yeah. So the, the theme of this episode is the French ending, mm-hmm. which is which is a sad... Tragic. Tragic. Kind of, tragic ending. And she's used to American endings, happy endings. Mm-hmm. So she keeps wanting everything to be happy and good. And everyone around her is like, it just doesn't go like that. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, the clash of the series. So so the so the thing she's in charge of here is taking care of Brooklyn. What's her name? Brooklyn, Clark. Brooklyn Clark, this Hollywood American <laughs> starlet who's in Perry to help sell watches. <laughs> and she's a total brat. <laughs> and yeah, it's weird.
1: Yeah, she – well, when Emily tells – she tells her coworkers, she's like, I'm so excited. I get to – I get to tour around Brooklyn Clark. Like, I'm taking care of everything. And they're like, you might like her in America, but the French are so, so on her because of that happy ending thing. And it's like a rumor is she's kind of a lot to handle. And Emily kind of disregards everybody's Yeah, in her Emily <laughs> way. Effort. Yeah, in her, in doing Emily way to kind of, you know, yeah, to, people try to warn her and she doesn't ever heed the warning. Mm-hmm. But then she goes to pick up. Brooklyn Clark at the hotel and I will say this episode had so many tropes in it like Mm. so many it was it was almost like oh whoever wrote this was is clearly a fan of like I don't even know exactly what genre but but for example going to the hotel and it's like there's no one under that name yeah that kind of thing where I'm like that is in like that's in Richard Curtis film that is like there's another it's in not um, yeah Notting Hill it's yeah it's a Notting Notting Hill. Hill but this there, it's in other stuff, stuff too. Yeah. And I know it's like also a thing. Like I understand that it's not just like a made up yeah. trope, but it's like it was so funny. Like why like why were you we even doing that? Yeah. Uh but then later we find out why. But then so she meets Brooklyn Clark and she's Brooklyn is immediately it's like, Do you have any weed? Haha, ha, I'm just kidding. Ha ha. Yeah. And she's gets naked and is clearly like very brash in a way that Emily is shocked by
0: Mm -hmm. it's it's like a
1: different kind of American brashness I feel like is what they're playing on yeah they're
0: they're playing on like
1: um the rule breaker whereas Emily
0: is brash in the rule follower way like Emily is (laughs) teacher's pet and she's brash because of that and then Brooklyn is like the slacker who's really aggressive about how much, much she she's slack. slacks, yeah. she's like <laughs> she's like ugh, <laughs> ugh. look i'm i can just take my clothes off right now like i'm just gonna like lay on the couch and like calls emily bucket hat because emily's wearing a which made me hat.
1: laugh really, really sweet
0: to see really. someone
1: finally comment on her hats <laughs> it, was. <laughs> it, was. It, was. it was so funny give me your bucket hat <laughs> and emily's like ugh. <laughs> but then it was also like one of her one of her um attributes is that she doesn't like her fat publicist
0: I'm glad that you mentioned that because I also wrote down that line, which I was like that would be maybe acceptable as like a joke if it's a show that's like body positive as a whole where we're seeing all different people. We haven't yeah. seen a single person who's not extremely extremely thin.
1: Yeah, ever? It felt it was so rude. It was so <laughs> rude. It was so It was such a throwaway line. Yeah, it, but it hurt, and I was like, "You can't have a throwaway like line like that." Well, because
0: I was like, "Okay, you've already done like fat erasure, and now you're also <laughs>
1: <laughs> being fatphobic." Fine, fat erasure is one thing yeah, that I'm gonna but- have to cope with because it's Netflix television. Well, I was
0: like, "But I was like, I've acknowledged we've acknowledged that one thing, but now you're really going over the top."
1: <laughs> I'm like, "Right? Like, how are we supposed to understand this line?" Yeah, yeah. Like, what are we supposed to? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It it. Uh, it seemed extremely unnecessary. Yeah. And extremely LA. <laughs> <laughs> Sad. In, in a, I guess, big generalization, originalist generalization, but just, like, the willingness to add a comment about body as if it's, like, net neutral in a script is mm. just bizarre to me. Mm.
0: That's, a, yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> anyway. as we learned, we do not take this show seriously.
1: <laughs> we don't. And we really don't. And we really don't. <laughs> and she's like, I know what I'll do. I'll get you hooked up with Pierre Cuddo. Yeah the designer and like this is an ingenious little thing mm-hmm. that i'm gonna do and i thought it was smart i was like good for you i'm like good yeah, idea cross-promoting cross so cross she promoting. we get
0: a scene that we like where we're with emily and all of her friends kami yes mindy gabrielle at the restaurant it reminds me of you know the sex in the city crew at brunch or you know the gilmore girls at luke's you know we get our yes. like our place that we get to return to to kind of check in with mm-hmm. everyone have a couple laughs get some personality mm-hmm. get a little mm-hmm. plot going Hear everyone, I loved on it. everything,
1: yeah. Adorable, what I wanted more of, yeah. They were drinking wine, Mindy's just like pouring some red wine, yeah. Mindy Kimi is being so cute, Kimmy's
0: so cute. Mindy's kind of silly
1: and is like, I'm so rich, it's crazy how rich I am. Which is like, <laughs> I also that that's the line that made me gasp in this episode of What Made Hannah Gasp, yeah. I was like, Oh, yeah, I'm super rich, yeah. And I was like, Is that supposed to be like radical candor? <laughs> I think you're taking it too seriously.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's a weird. It's like, it's kind of like what you mentioned with the Gossip Girl mention last episode, which is like, they haven't decided what reality they're engaged in. Yeah. So like, they're saying, you know, Mindy's saying like, oh, I'm super rich. As if Emily's not, but then Emily's wearing only designer clothing. Yeah. So they're not really creating a range or like,
1: it's very... Yeah. um like what are the stakes of her saying that? Like yeah. what is, is is what is that in comparison to? Because we also learned has family money. Right. In right. In the, same, in the same conversation. In the, in the so same I, conversation.
0: I think that I think the function is that they're getting they're realizing that the reason they're able to get along so easily is that they're all wealthy.
1: They're all wealthy women.
0: And Minnie's just reestablishing that even though she's the only person of color at the table, she is she's also
1: great. extremely wealthy.
0: Just like <laughs> the
1: white folks. And it's no big deal. And I just love when like that's how rich people sort of disclose that information. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's the perfect way Um, to do it. (laughs) We
0: also get Emily disclosing that she controls the guest list at this big event, which again, I'm like, where, how do they decide what your responsibilities are? And why do you always have so many?
1: (laughs) So much power. And Gabrielle comes by and he's like, oh, this made me laugh so hard. They're like, Camille's like, in really great news, because she has a very strange accent. She's like, Um, they finally are going to, like, sell him the restaurants. And everyone cheers as if we've, like, been really, like, hoping for this. Yeah. Like, this is, like, something that's been threaded from the start of, like, he's a struggling chef who, like, wants his own place and he hates it. Like, and they're just like, oh, yay! (laughs) (laughs) And then he's – but then it's revealed that, like, the only way he can do it is if he accepts uh, Camille's family money. And she, I think, is written reasonably with that. She's just like – he needs help to do it, and I want him to have to do it. And then later Mindy's like, I'm super rich. It's actually no big deal to me. Um, <laughs> and then they're like, well, I can't go this weekend. I can't go. I can't go. But Gabrielle can go. So he's going to be essentially Emily's date to the Fortier yeah. party. To the, to the Fortier party. Fortier party.
0: So then she heads to um, Pierre Cadeau's, I don't know, what is it
1: called? Fashion? Oh uh, uh, No, Fashion House. What is it called? Is it called fashion? fashion house
0: couture house couture? Ha-
1: haute couture. That's not what that means. Couture, haute, no, but ha, but
0: I know I know haute maison. Couture is, But is it ha, maison? Yeah, sure.
1: <laughs> and so that Brooklyn
0: Clark can try
1: on some dresses and for the event. She is my other favorite line. Do you know what it is? And she's looking through the dresses. Oh, does she yeast infection? No, it's the one right before that. She goes like she's like something something Helen Mirren. <laughs> <laughs> That was funny. <laughs> that made me laugh. Someone had fun. Made me laugh.
0: Yeah, writing that character. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and so Brooklyn goes to try on these dresses, and an older Frenchman with the same exact hairstyle as every other <laughs> man over thirty-five in this show, which is like kind of long, completely <laughs> s- gelled back in a suit. What is it with that haircut? They all have it. Do you not like it? Then you know, shut don't your like little, little mouth. It. It's just- it's not that I don't like it. It's just, it is all of them that are of that age have it in a way that is so funny. So silly. Very, very silly to me. And his name Um, is
1: Mathieu Mathieu Cadeau, I think. And he is the nephew or son of Pierre. mm -hmm. I think he's the nephew. And he's like, I actually run business here. And you think that you were hired by him, but we'll give you a one month trial. And she gets that by being like, Oh, Fine sorry, I guess I'll just cancel like all these things I've done and I guess you don't want to be put on the map for blah, 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 blah. And I was just like, oh, you are like... Yeah. <laughs> so annoying. I think she's like, I
0: guess you don't want to be seen by the youth market. And he's like, fine, we'll give you a one more trial.
1: <laughs> My- the hard sell. Yeah. <laughs> That's one a hell of you an want- elevator pitch. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. So like- she gets what she wants. Yeah. Um, And then I think we get... To the, the party. Where do we, where do we go soon? We get to the events? Yeah, right? we, get to the, we go to the party. Yeah, we go to the party. And it is bustling and sexy and luxurious. And Brooklyn Clark is on the red carpet getting photographed in her Pierre Cudeau dress. And Sylvie is like, oh, wow, you, you got her in that dress.
1: And Emily's like, synergy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Sylvie looks amazing in her green dress. That yeah, that, was that dress is pretty cool. The outfit of the, of the with episode. the high leg. Yeah, it was really it was beautiful. Cool. And the low shoulder. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it was great. And she's like, she comes over and she's just like, Sylvie, I hate to be the one to tell you this, but I have to be the one to tell you. Antoine's here with his wife. And she's like, yeah, I know. He's on the guest list. Which is like, who was running the guest list? I thought it was a big deal yes. that you were running the guest list. I'm so confused. Yeah. And Sylvie's yeah. just like, yes, of course, Emily. And it's like... Another moment of Emily sort of weaving herself in a little bit, yeah, really overstepping. Yeah, but um, but that's how she be. But that's how she be. And so then he's <laughs> starting to come towards her, and she's with Gabrielle, and she's like, "Quick, put your arm around me," which is also like something that I'm like, "This I've seen this so many times, and I can't." Yeah, I'm trying to think of what, uh, yeah, what perfect example. I mean, within. it's
0: like every like fake couple thing.
1: Right, they're going to fall in love ultimately.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You're like, that's what it is, Hannah. That's not that original of a thought. You're kind of tearing me down tonight.
0: Oh, my God. You're being
1: horrible. I'm
0: so sorry. It's okay.
1: It's okay. Just if we're going to do this, you better be saving me time and energy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You're right. I'm wasting your energy right now. Well, guess what? You're
1: wasting my time. (laughs) <laughs> uh, and it's cute, and Antoine <laughs> comes over, and again, also, it's like another moment where I'm like, "Is it because she's scared he's gonna harass her? Like what?" And he's like totally respectful, and I'm like, "Is he supposed to be a, like a skis or is he?"
0: Yeah, they're really they're really unclear about like what they actually think of Antoine, right? Because he's pretty, and he's just like, yeah, he's fine. He's like, "It's nice to meet you. It's good to see <laughs> you again because you cooked us that marvelous dinner. Yeah. I hope everyone's well."
1: He goes, and I'll, I'll like, I won't, I won't forget, and. Like, I realized, like, me either. And I was like, okay. It's, like, a pretty intimate... <laughs> like, they both kind of, like, have this, like, very fond memory of that night. And I'm like, even the show agrees that that was one of the stronger scenes. <laughs> like, that's kind of keeping <laughs> us in scene. it. We love that Do scene. We love Do that more. More of that. More scenes in that restaurant. Yeah. And then and Sylvie comes over. Mm-hmm. Oh. And... Oh, with this the wife. when, kind of,
0: uh, shit sort of fits the fan. Yeah. Absolutely. So it's it's... And Antoine, who is uh, Sylvie's mister, hmm. and Antoine's wife, Emily and Gabrielle, and Sylvie. And Sylvie kind of tries to get Antoine to buy his wife a very expensive watch. Mm-hmm. To try to put Antoine in a pickle of having to buy this very expensive watch.
1: She's like, oh, just do it. She loves it. Buy her the watch. Yeah, what do you think that's about? I saw a little bit of myself in high school like that. Of being like, I love your girlfriend, when really I was like in love with the person. Oh, that's what I was reading into it was that she's just like, look, we're fine. Like the, I, we love, I love, and like, yeah. Oh. Kind of teasing him being like, look, she loves it. And also she like, Oh, I thought she money. was
0: trying to like really play Antoine and make him spend a ton of money at her company because she
1: was trying to like set him up. Oh yeah. I think that's probably more That's to be cruel. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So it's not just doing the thing where you pretend to like the person's partner when really yeah. you're jealous. It's not no. that.
0: No, you were alone in that. I think. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I was. <laughs> <laughs> Promise you that. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah. But then Sylvie kind of gets the tables turned on her mm-hmm. because because Antoine's wife, who I'm so sorry, I don't know her name. Catherine? She, sure, Catherine. I have no idea. <laughs> She's like, you know, the watch would be nice, but I know I have another surprise coming my way, which is that he's taking me to St. Bart's this weekend. That's right. Your assistant... Called me and accidentally spilled the beans. Antoine, I know that you're taking me on this vacation next week. And
1: Emily's <laughs> poker face is incroyable, unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> and Sylvie is, you know, clearly
0: taken aback, but she she steals herself. She acts the shit out of it, I have to say. Yeah, she does. She does. And I think this is the moment that I've kind of been expecting and waiting for of like the Meryl Streep in Devil Wears Prada mm-hmm. caught in a tricky, sad, emotional situation mm-hmm. in front of, in front of Anne Hathaway. And here we have, you know, Sylvie cut in this tough emotional situation in front of Emily. Showing vulnerability. Emily knows what's going on. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, absolutely vulnerability.
0: Exactly. Exactly. And, and then, you know, Antoine is like, yeah, I guess that is what I'm doing. It's sad.
1: It is really sad. And I was like, I want more of this show. Mm-hmm. I wrote mm-hmm. in my notes I thought wife was chill. Because <laughs> no, she's not. The wife, she's not chill. Because yeah. she wants the $2 million watch, which this I is mean, all about. Again, this yeah. whole episode just revolves around selling a two or showing off a $2 million watch yeah. for 4TA. But then ri- shit really hits the fan. Yes. Because yes. she's gone. Brooklyn Clark is like, bye. Yeah.
0: Bye. I'm out. I'm bored and- now. Brooklyn has a $2 million watch on her wrist that Emily has signed the waiver for. So Emily is responsible for this very expensive piece of Fortier jewelry. So she needs to find Brooklyn, get the watch back, mm-hmm. return it to Fortier.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And she has Ga- Gabrielle with her. And Trailing her. For him. <laughs> yeah. Also, I will say this is the first episode where I was like, oh, he's so handsome. Aww. Where I was kind of like, oh, I like him. Yeah, I mean, he He finally charmed me this episode.
1: Yeah, he charmed me too. I mean, he charmed me a few episodes ago, as everybody recalls. But I, I actually thought that. So they go to this club, and there's I wrote trap music down.
0: I'm not oh, because because Brooklyn is dancing, and she goes, "I love trap music," but it wasn't trap music playing. <laughs> it was like techno. <laughs> it was weird. <laughs> it was like it was a moment of like, it, are they making fun of her, or should we make fun of the show? I couldn't tell if it was a joke that they were in. Yeah. On.
1: Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I don't I truly don't remember it. And I the reason I watched this episode twice is because I watched it last Friday. I watched it a few days ago and could not remember a single part of it. I couldn't. I was talking to a friend. And she was like, "Oh yeah, episode episode seven, Da da da. And I was like, "I actually like I have no idea. I have no beginning, no middle, no end." So I forgot yeah. that moment. I will say it doesn't stick with me. And then she yes. Yeah. Well, maybe that's that show's gift. It's the show's gift. And then she takes Molly.
0: Yeah, Brooklyn takes
1: Molly because she loves drugs. Emily does not. Emily would never. Absolutely Are you kidding
0: me. The one like
1: one
0: Emily's one who reminded her that marijuana is illegal in Paris. So
1: it's actually highly illegal.
0: Yeah, it's highly illegal here.
1: <laughs> I was like, oh, you poor thing. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then, and then, but it is, it is sexy then between her and Gabrielle. I thought that was like the most, the most charged and like the most chemistry you've seen between Mm -hmm. them. But also another trope of like, let's just have, you're at work, but let's just do, let's just have one drink. But then you like see them just like dancing, which is for somebody who doesn't like mess and who likes to have full control. If I was. Responsible for a two million dollar, I think it just goes to show she comes from massive money because <laughs> having a two million dollar watch, like it, you know that she's responsible for, she's like, I guess I can get a little tipsy tonight.
0: Also, if it was in my, if the watch was even in my vicinity, I would be so stressed. Absolutely,
1: like I would have eyes on it. I would not. Oh my god, I'd be so stressed <laughs> out. But she had other oh things. She god. was worried about St. Bart's. She was worried about her about Sylvie first and, yeah, and foremost. She was worried about Sylvie,
0: and. Yeah, so Gabrielle's being a great sport, but then Emily's phone is ringing. Brooklyn has left to go to the bathroom, apparently, but they can't find her anywhere. Huh. Emily's phone is ringing. It's the guy from Fortier who's like, oh, uh, we needed the watch at the end of the event. Where is this watch? She's like, crap. They they go to the... Uh, she's calling a cab. She can't get a cab. Gabrielle's like, I have a better idea. Produces a motorbike out of the blue. Not sure how. Yeah, not sure how. The <laughs> two beautiful helmets. Takes her back to the hotel. <laughs> They're not let up into the room because Emily doesn't know the alias that Brooklyn is staying there under. Mm. So Gabrielle's like, just relax. Let's grab a drink at the bar. She'll
1: turn up. <laughs> and Emily they goes They always for it. do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she <laughs> goes do. for it. Because he's, loosen- he's loosening her up. He's loosening her up. Yeah.
0: And he's She's a really chill. good... He's, like, very calming. He's a very calming presence.
1: Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. <laughs> Confirmed. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. And they're waiting. And I wrote hotel and pray because maybe that's part of the line that she's like I want to go pray Emily says the only thing we like can that. do is
0: go to the hotel and pray when is and then we, spoke, we finally learned she's a Christian
1: which I suspected <laughs> I did suspect actually Nina a lot of religions pray and you just really showed your egg on your face <laughs> shame, on, you your, think she's shame on your lips. Do you think she's but Christian? <laughs> Please add <laughs> the Yeah, I think she's Jewish like Doug. <laughs> I think she and Doug were in a uh, Jewish relationship. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> um, Both Christians, but in a Jewish relationship. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then Sylvie shows up and she's like, oh my god, Sylvie, you're here. And Sylvie, this is the moment I wrote, Nina, you got your dream.
0: Yes. Because I did. I wrote we down. We finally got our Sylvie moment. So Sylvie shows up. Yeah. She's, she, well, she calls Emily and Emily's like, I'm working on it. And Sylvie's like, um, I can see you right now. This doesn't look like working on it. Emily turns. Sylvie's watching her have her drink at the bar. And Emily's like, so, you know, a good, embarrassed, rightfully embarrassed. Sylvie's like, follow me. Goes to the hotel, uh, goes to the front desk of the hotel. And she's like, we need to get into this room. You know exactly what I need to get into. She's all business. The, the man at the front desk, the concierge is like, we cannot help you. And she's like, Yes, you can. I could ruin your life. Yeah. Let me into that room. And Emily just kind
1: of And all of it happens, of that happens in English. <laughs> yeah. I noted a lot of things in this episode kind of all happen in English before <laughs> Emily even is a part of it.
0: <laughs> yeah. French to French person to French person.
1: They're <laughs> fighting. Kind of yelling at him.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. My gosh. So he and he gives, he lets them into the room. And yeah. Emily kind of watches in awe as Sylvie, you know, Emily's like, where's the watch? And Sylvie's like, "Ugh!" and just grabs the watch, you know, handles everything. Mm-hmm. But Emily in her, you know, because of her little social media mastermind snaps a pic of the Pierre Cudeau dress <laughs> on the floor of Brooklyn's room. She's inspired and they leave, step outside and she's like, wow, you are a badass. They're in the elevator. Sorry, they're in the elevator. Intimate. Mm-hmm. I really and liked Sylvie's it. I wrote, wrote little gay. Yeah, it was sweet. It reminded me of the, um, flea Fleabag. <laughs> this is such mm-hmm. a stretch. But no, Fleabag I- when, when, <laughs> yes. uh, when, she, when she's with the, the older woman at the Business hotel woman. bar. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I had this, I had um, the same feeling. That's why I wrote little gay. Cause it was, and she like puts, put at some point, like Sylvie pushes yeah. her hair across her yeah. and it's like, I don't know what she says, like sweet girl or like something like that. Yeah. Well, she says. So, so we come back to the idea
0: of the French ending when Sylvie's kind of like, "Oh, you think, you think everything and people are happy all the time? Like that's just not how it goes." And mm-hmm. Emily says, "You could have one hundred percent of someone," and Sylvie's like, "I don't want that, and I don't want someone to have one hundred percent of me. I want to be with someone where we don't have all of each other." Which and I that's loved. Just what it is? Yeah, I also loved that. Really lo- Really great scene. And then they step out of the elevator. Gabriel's waiting on his motorbike, and Sylvie's like, "Ah, this is why you believe in a prince charming. It's because he got this guy waiting for you on his motorbike."
1: And Emily's like, "Oh, we're not together. <laughs> oh no, no, yeah. we're not together. No." <laughs> <laughs>
0: and mm-hmm. then Gabrielle's like, "Do you want to ride? I can. Let's let's head home, or we can go get a get a crepe." And mm-hmm. she's like, "You know what? I'm not somebody who can share a crepe. I want the whole crepe." <laughs> Which was weird, which made
1: no sense to me as a line of dialogue. But I guess it was her saying that... It was about love, Nina. Okay. No, because, because of what Explain Sylvia just said. Me, no, though. you're not getting it. So she was talking about the whole crepe, <laughs> but the crepe is a metaphor. She doesn't actually want a whole crepe. She never eats a whole crepe. Are you kidding, Emily? No. <laughs> not a one. <laughs> uh, and so then she goes home alone to the same apartment. Or does she get a ride back? I don't know. They're going back to the same building. But I don't she refuses ride. I don't remember and again I watched it twice and once earlier today and I truly don't remember. <laughs> I maybe Ugh. she walks, maybe she's like I'll walk. I don't know I'm making that up. I also wrote Disneyland Paris.
0: Yeah, so that's when she, we we <laughs> we get back to the office.
1: So she's kind of said like these were, notes were written in like a fugue state. Like I,
0: I like I have know, these but ins- I feel like there are these codes that only I have the like yeah. crypto for, and I'm like ah yes, Disneyland, <laughs> blah, 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 and I'm putting all these you. pieces together. <laughs> thank you, thank
1: you for holding it together.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so what is so it? so we get back to the office. So that so she kind of like. And it doesn't end with Gabrielle, but she's like, I can't really do this. You know, I can't I can't be strong. along. I don't want to be in love with someone who's with someone else. Because she's watching that play out with Sylvie and it's painful.
1: Oh, and she and G- Gabrielle kiss at the dance floor. We don't... we don't. We oh, didn't we that. didn't
0: mention it. They kiss they on dance. the dance floor. Big deal. And it's cute. It's yeah, cute. It's good. Um, and so then she's at the office the next day. She's like, you know, Sylvie, I know you were so excited for your vacation in St. Bart's and you already have the time off. So what if I took you... What if we went on a girls trip and I took you to Disneyland Paris? <laughs> <laughs> ah, um. And Sylvie, thank God, Sylvie's like absolutely not. Yeah,
1: but it's kind of like a sweet, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought you'd say that. Like, I think she actually does say, like, I thought you'd say that. But it's kind of cute. Yeah, kind of cute. It's sweet. So,
0: so then we end. You know, I like this episode. It moved things along really well. It had some emotional depth. Yeah, I got my. We got our time with Sylvie being like amazing at her job mm-hmm. and also like in control of her life and emotional. Mm-hmm that we've really been missing which was making her like not so complicated or like weirdly bitchy sometimes yeah and
1: like a non-feminist with no, reason. with no
0: yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but i think we got some meaty stuff this episode but yeah i also
1: really enjoyed her interaction with her friends and with her coworkers. her life is like really shaping up
0: yeah it's gonna be tough if she has to leave paris at the end of the season
1: i know god what are we gonna do do you still think that's what's in the cards? Yeah, I think she has to leave Paris at the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, like I said, I did watch this with other people and I, afterwards they wanted to talk about it and I was like, I just, I should have probably would have maybe solidified some of this stuff, but <laughs> I I was like, I do want to know like what generally what you thought. And I believe Will said, everyone's just a little off. <laughs> Which I agreed with. And then Cameron said, I liked the boss. She's super confident, but she seems kinda drunk all the time.
0: Yeah, I would
1: agree. I would totally agree. I would fully agree. Yeah. With both. Yeah. It was both really good takes. And and they actually asked me in turn, I think Will was like, Do you you're watching with people for, for the first time? Like, are you feeling defensive of the show? Like you've now invested many hours. Like you, you've thought about it quite a bit. This is like a big mm-hmm. deal. This is work mm-hmm. for you now. <laughs> yeah, this is my job. This is my job. And now. again, I do thank all of our patreons <laughs> for your generous donations. It's been paying my rent. Yeah, I've been able to go off unemployment. I feel really good. Thank you guys so much. <laughs> and no, seriously, thank you.
0: Um,
1: uh, and to me, undies, our sponsor. <laughs> someday, sure. Yeah. And and I was like, you know, I. I didn't feel defensive of it. Like when they, when those were their takes, I was like, I completely agree. But if they'd had no takes, I think I would have been defensive. And I was like, I don't care if you have a strong opinion about the show, but I think I have to engage, if I engage it with the, on the, about the show with anybody, they have to care. Because I think that's what you've really trained me to do, and I've trained me to, we've trained each other to do, is yeah. just take it seriously. So the fact that they had serious takes, I was like, thank you. If you'd walked away and been like, that was nuts, I would have been like, no, 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 no. You have to say more than that.
0: <laughs> you, have to fill, you have to fill a half hour to an hour. Yeah. <laughs> and then think about what else you wanted to say. Yeah. Yeah, I... I don't know. I have still I still haven't watched it with anyone. And I have had the experience that that you've talked about of, like, people who watch the whole show are like, oh, my God, let's talk about it. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm only in episode seven. Yes. I've been pretty much um, about that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. But I have – I've had a couple people ask to be
1: guests. I've had a couple people <laughs> ask to be guests. Maybe hey, we can have a guest take. <laughs> I definitely – I think we should have a, a guest take. Yeah.
0: I've had a few people be like, I have stuff to get off my chest about this show. <laughs>
1: Everyone must, right? Does anybody walk yeah. away from the show? I think, I think within the 15 minutes after you finish the show, I bet you have a lot of feelings and then maybe you immediately forget.
0: Or maybe that's, that's just me. me. It's kind of how I feel. Like I feel fired up right after I've watched. And then sometimes if it's even 45 minutes later that we're chatting, I'm like, meh. <laughs> Stuff happens. I'm like, nothing. I don't know, nothing. Like, that's how I feel. I'm like, nothing. I'm fine. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's it. That really is. That's what lingers is the feeling of like,
1: yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the aftertaste of the show. Yeah. But we only have two more episodes. I mean, we really have to like, we have to contend with that yeah. reality before se- season two when we, we redo season one.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I really appreciate how they're like shrinking the world on us. Like, I like, yeah. I like seeing everyone interact with each other and have opinions about each other and like yeah things that they needed from each other i think that was something that was lacking yeah now they
1: all know each other yeah
0: and there are ways that they can all serve each other
1: which Mm -hmm. you know
0: that's how you make a scene happen someone wants something from someone else okay improviser talking
1: okay boop boop (sighs) beep 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 Ten years of improv, and that's how I do it. Woo, woo, woo! The universal improv sign for a cop coming. Woo, woo, woo! Yeah. Oh god, I miss it. I find that I miss it.
0: <laughs> <sighs> um, but yeah, I I like that. Like the worlds are colliding, and and I really liked that Emily learned something from someone.
1: What did she learn? Oh, from Sylvie. I already forgot from Sylvie. Sylvie. Yeah, she learned something
0: yeah. from Sylvie and. Gabrielle was kind of like, did you come to Paris to be bad? And she, like, test tried that on.
1: Mm-hmm. She did. And I think
0: she's like, no, I like having, like, my life together. Like, I think she's also confronting that
1: yeah. part of herself. Yeah, she, like, tried to challenge it early on, mm-hmm. maybe. It's interesting. We didn't see anything about her social media presence. So it feels like that was on- yeah. o- almost, like, only a device to get her to that one party in, in the third or fourth episode or whatever it was. I'm sure it'll yeah. come back in some way, but, like, that wasn't a feature of this at all. Was not her growing her presence.
0: Yeah, and like being an influencer. And That's being interesting.
1: An influencer. I hadn't thought about that. And I, nor had I, <laughs> until mm-hmm. we dwelled in it long enough. <laughs> I have this theory, though, because they introduced uh, matcha I believe is his name, the nephew. I sort of have this feeling that all the men are gonna like, I was gonna say coagulate. They were, <laughs> yeah. they yeah, were like, yeah, <laughs> coagulate at the end of the se- season. The like, coagulation of men. Yeah. Oh, that's I like love the- <laughs> that. It's a collection of essays. <laughs> <laughs> the coagulation of men and other essays by Henry Act. Do you love that? Gorgeous. <laughs> um, Gorgeous. Is that like at the like like the all of the clients she's worked on worked with who have like hit on her? I mean, they've all had some sort mm-hmm. of like interest with her.
0: They all kind of appear from behind a curtain. And they're, like, they're like, well, who are you?
1: Like that's <laughs> always how they show up.
0: They're identical and they all kind of
1: yeah, apparate. <laughs> yeah. And then coagulate. And they're all going to come. And, and I think because of Sylvie's speech to her, I'm now getting the feeling that at the end of the season, the, the cliffhanger is like, who does she choose? And or mm. like, maybe she doesn't choose anyone. Maybe she's like, I choose the whole 100% of the crepe. And you know what? I'm um, the crepe. Ooh,
0: like about like that? Pierre Coudot's nephew is going to be like, come work for me. Yeah.
1: And Sylvie's going to be like, I want you as my partner. Wow. No, whatever. I was exclusively thinking sexually that they'd oh. all be like, Antoine would be like, come to, come away with me. And like the other sexy guy that Sylvie was hitting on. I can't remember. <laughs> I can't remember what his job is. He's like, An architect? What is he? The other guy with the floopy hair? He's a hotelier. Oh yeah, hotelier. Like he'll come. Like people will all maybe they'll want her to work for. They'll all want her to work for them, but it'll kind of be romantic in nature, like in the request, kind of like trying to get her, you know. And she'll like stay with Sylvie, and she like won't pick a man. She'll be like, it's not between Gabrielle and blah blah blah. It's not da, da da da. It's between all of you and me, and I choose me. That's what I'm calling. So I had, there was one piece of, um, there was a, it was kind of
0: a throwaway line, but I was like, I wonder if this is foreshadowing. Mm. Um, I don't know if this show does that. I don't know if this show foreshadows. Yeah, not yet, but. But I wondered, it was when she was talking to her coworkers, Luke and. Julien. Julien. And they're talking about the French ending. And they're like, yeah, at the end of any French romance movie, you know, someone dies or loses a limb or she turns out. She's going to gonna lose again. a limb. Well no, I, but the but they were like maybe she's a lesbian and I was like, oh, maybe Camille is gonna realize she's a lesbian and leave Gabrielle. 'Cause I'm like, how is Gabrielle getting out of yeah. this relationship with this awesome person? Yeah. With us being on Emily's side. Like what well, how are we gonna yeah. be all in? For Emily and Gabrielle to get together, unless Cammy leaves by choice. Because we love Cammy.
1: I know. I don't think – it is true that the show – for a show that has so many unlikable characters, they've created – the one that we, like, really like is the one who might get screwed if the romance happens.
0: Also, who might, interesting. like, not stay on the show because she would be superfluous. Yeah. You know? Like, she would, like – Yeah. I'm curious about the plan.
1: That would be interesting. You know, I would love it because I really love her, but I wouldn't want her to leave. I would just want it to be, like – yeah, I don't know. Cause who would she get? She who would she get with? <laughs> who could she possibly be with? Yeah, I so guess the second excited. season, Sylvie could come out as bi. Oh, exciting, and then it could be Sylvie and Camille, and I would watch that show a thousand oh, times over. In Paris. Oh. <gasps> that's fun. Sylvie and Camille in Perry. Wow, things are really ramping up. I know. I'm excited. How do you feel about episode eight? Are I'm you excited. ready? I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> well, I guess. You know, it is so a-
0: clearly a show made to be binged. I know. <laughs>
1: you're watching it so slowly. <laughs> I know. I want to binge the last. I want to binge the last three episodes. I really want to. Will you let me?
0: <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Thank you, everyone, for bearing with us. Chalou, Soleil. contre amour Envieux. Soleil.
1: Masqué. Par. Une. Face.